He's our UK farming correspondent. His name is Farmer Tom Martin. He's a social media superstar and an influencer and a regen ag disciple. Or even probably more like a prophet, to be perfectly honest. Am I talking you up too much, Tom? It gets more impressive every time, I've got to say, and less believable. Now, tomorrow in the studio, we've got uh, a Scottish lass by the name of Claire Taylor, who's over here. She's a breath of fresh air. We met her earlier in the week. She's going to come in and co-host the show tomorrow. She's doing her Nuffield Scholarship, and I believe you know Claire. I do. She's had afternoon tea in my garden. How very English. We'll move on from Claire. You've had Isha (laughs) and Jocelyn to worry about, and these were females, and they were cruel mistresses because they were storms. They really beat us here in the in the UK. Those those ladies, we, they came in very quick succession. Each year over the weekend, and Jocelyn just uh, yesterday. Uh, we where we are, so we're in, we're in the you know the easy in the easy southeast where we don't get too many too much of anything. Uh, we, we were kind of winds of fifty miles an hour gusting to sixty odd, but uh, up in the the north and the west, they were. Uh, I think they were they were recording gusts at one hundred and ten miles an hour, so they were having uh, a heck of a time up there. Um, how has it affected you, or has it affected you on your arable farm just north of London? You won't be doing much at this time of the year, middle of winter. We, well, we had to move a few bales around to keep the roof on the on the shed, but uh, no, it's not been too bad. We've had um, we had a very cold snap last week, and this this has actually brought some warm weather um, up from the south. But um, we we actually need more really cold weather. We had a, a minus seven last week, and we were all out. Well, I say we were all out. I was out at three o'clock in the morning planting beans and uh, and then hopefully we'll get some wheat in as well so we actually need some really really cold weather but the the the, the storms have brought a bit of rain across the the west and the north uh, and then and then snow in scotland so um that's what's caused a lot of the a lot of the trouble you're getting into agroforestry talk to me about this and this is not planting pine trees this is planting fruit trees small ones dwarf ones and then growing crops in between them and what rows about 40 meters wide how does that work yeah, I mean, we're definitely dipping our toes. So we've got one 12 hectare field, uh, and we've planted 500 fruit trees. We plant them in rows, uh, 40 metres apart, as you say. And that's because our widest machinery is our sprayer uh, would be 36 metres wide. So what we end up with is four metre strips down the middle of the field uh, where we grow our, our fruit trees, and they're, they are they're on a rootstock, means they're only going to grow to three or four metres tall uh, and broad. Uh, and then we'll just harvest in between, and it gives us. All the advantages of having, of kind of harbouring those predators, all the little creatures that are going to go out and eat the aphids, eat my crops. Uh, it'll give us a little bit of a windbreak. It'll provide a, um, uh, a little bit of more kind of biodiversity for our soils. Um, it'll, it'll capture sunlight after harvest when the, when, the, when the fields are usually bare. Those trees will still be capturing sunlight and creating sugars. Um, and also it'll be, uh, you know, it might be another potential crop. Uh, and it's also pretty interesting. I mean, it's going to be fun. We've got about 400 apple trees. So I produce a bit of cider, Jamie. You'll you'll, you'll appreciate that, and then uh, everything else will be will be well. It'll be what it'll be: plum, pear, medlar, cherry. You name it. Do you have any uh, ripening issues for the crops in between with with shading or whatever? We, I think, if they were bigger trees, we we, we might do. You do see um, occasionally under overhanging trees, you know, the crops still a little bit green. But frankly, we want our crops to stay green longer. The longer our crops stay green in the summer the bigger our yield is. There's, there's some fantastic stats of, you know, if you can keep your wheat, uh, wheat green for a, for a week longer, there's, you know, 0.6 of a tonne, I'm making that up, but there's, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a yield increase from having your crops green for longer. And, and at the moment, we're seeing some very hot, scorching hot times uh, in, in spring and summer. 
And actually, if we can provide a little bit of shading and a little bit of protection, then that will be only a good thing. Now you'll have to send us a pic of that and we'll um, chuck it up on our website. Fascinating. Uh, also, British politics is fascinating. I see uh, Rishi Sunak, is, he's hardly been in the job two minutes. Is he on the way out? He's one of our longest-serving Prime Ministers of recent <laughs> times, Jamie. <laughs> he's, uh, I'm not sure who's going to get him out, whether it will be Sir Keir Starmer of the Labour Party or whether it will be in the backbenches of the Conservatives, I don't know. But um, we are on for an election this year. It must be by January 2025. Everyone's thinking it's probably going to be in November time. Uh, and uh, I think uh, it's not if but when the Labour Party will probably probably get in. They're, they're, they're certainly way ahead in the polls and popularity. Now, see, I had you down as sort of a, a rich aristocratic farmer who would be a conservative voter all his life. But you are being, what's the word, courted by the Labour Party, Tom. I am. I am. I try to be outside politics. I what what we try to do in in showing people what happens at the other side of the farm gate uh, doesn't really have a political arm. And I will certainly talk to anybody who is going to be a decision maker in this country, no matter what they're whether they're red, blue, green, yellow, or anyone else. Um, we're very happy to, to to speak and to entertain our, our our decision makers and try to help them to understand what's going on in in, in food farming and, and rural life. But yeah, I had I got to meet with a. Uh, Sue Heyman, who's the Labour lead for the Environment Agency, uh, sorry, for DEFRA, the Department of the Environment, Food and Rural Affairs in the House of Lords, and uh, also Daniel Zeichner, who is the Shadow Minister for Agriculture. And they were very interested to hear really what was going on. I mean, they, they are, they're, they're, they, they've been in opposition for a lot of years, so they've been able to criticise and, you know, if I was being uh, pretty blunt, you know, to criticise and sit back, whereas now they are, they are very much looking like they're going to be in power, and they will certainly want, be wanting to know what they're going to be doing in those first 100 days, and they're interested to find out what was going on in, 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 in farms and across agriculture. Well, you truly are farming royalty, and I'll just finish by segueing to the royal family. Charles has got prostate cancer, Fergie's got breast cancer, Kate's got abdominal surgery. Are you running out of royals? Are you going to have to drag Andrew back from oblivion to front some duties for the royal family? Well, you know we've got plenty of royals kicking around. Now, I think we'll be a. It's been fantastic, actually. The king has um, received um, a, a lot of a lot of praise, actually, for being open about his um, his prostate surgery. So, um, I think that's been a, a really, really good thing um, in terms of male health. Um, but we've got plenty of royals, and there's always Anne. You're surely your favourite. I mean, she is an absolute wonder, Princess Anne. She is she is utterly remarkable. She outworks. Uh, certainly all of our politicians and, uh, and and most of the rest of the royal family as well. Yeah, she's a real workhorse, no bad pun intended there. Hey, um, Farmer Tom, thanks as always for your time. I'm glad Storm, Isha and Jocelyn are in the rear vision mirror and we'll be talking to another UK person tomorrow, Claire Taylor, our Nuffield scholar in the studio. Thanks for your time. Bye for now.